Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 184th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. So... For today's episode, we're going to be doing something a little different. Sandy had a family emergency and had to travel to China. And so I did invite my wife, my lovely wife, Elena, to host and be uh, my guest for the week. Greetings. (laughs) So for this week's topic, uh, Sandy and I in the past have done a few kind of um, personality trait uh, tests. And I'm not sure if you guys have heard of the five love languages but this is a book written by uh, Gary Chapman, what, in like the 2000s maybe, or even 90s? I, I think it's 90s. Okay. I yeah, I think it's the 90s, and it was uh, revised and republished in 2015. I think there's a lot of popularity with the book. And around that time, maybe in 2016, Lena, you got the book, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and did you read it? I've read a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Lena read a lot of it, and at the time she had me do uh, their their love quiz, and the general. I guess I should have broken out with the general idea of the love languages. So, there are five. Lo- there are five love languages. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the general idea, uh, at least based on what, but based off of what I read on Wikipedia earlier, is that. Um, People have different ways of communicating their love and affection for for people, whether it's in a romantic relationship or maybe if it's even uh, friends or family. Mm-hmm. And so the example had been given that let's just say that the, there's a couple, uh, John and Mary, and I know, just making up names, Lane. Yep. She gave me a face. Mm-hmm. And John is a, uh, he's more of a, he, he likes to show his his affection, his love by doing particular tasks. So John, who hates doing chores, might mow the lawn and and uh, do the dishes to show that he loves his wife. And his wife just wants to be told that she's loved. And so John does these chores and she might be wondering, you know, she does, she just doesn't interpret it as him basically saying, I love you. And that's what she wants to hear. And meanwhile, uh, She'll tell her husband, she'll tell John, Mary will tell John that she loves him, but he would also like to see particular tasks being done for him. And so there's different, um, there are different, uh, I guess, I guess the languages, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you want me to go over them? Yeah, sure. Uh, so one through five, not in any particular order acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, and receiving gifts. Yeah. Yours, you had a good example. That was a good example. So, so at least describing two of them. Yeah, acts of service and I guess uh, words of words affirmation. Words of affirmation, yeah. Yeah. So um, the general idea of this is to really, it, it's almost, there, there's a quiz online at fivelovelanguages.com. That's five as in literally the number five. Mm-hmm. But I'll I'll try to remember to post the link in the, the show description. And you can take this quiz and the general idea is to to understand how you like to be communicated with or have your love be communicated to you as well as how to communicate your love to your, um, to your partner. Yeah. Or loved one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. It doesn't have to be romantic. Yeah. In any way. 
So Lane and I took this test or quiz two years ago. Uh, it was what September, I think, that I sent 2016? you. Twenty mm-hmm. sixteen. Yeah, September of twenty sixteen. So that yeah, September twenty sixteen, <laughs> and. We never really went over the results. I know that yeah. I emailed mine to you, but I, and I know that you told me your results, but mm-hmm. I don't think we no. really talked about it. And so we we ended up taking the quiz. It's a relatively short quiz, um, but we did it before the show, so we have our results, and we just figured we'd go over our results for a little bit and see how long that takes and maybe talk about some other stuff if we have time <laughs> afterward. So um, I will say that my results did change a little bit since last time. Um but overall, the ranking of things has stayed the same. So there are, what, 9, 18, 26. There are 30 questions total. And it's basically the, the questions that they ask you are basically, would you rather? And they give you two choices. Mm-hmm. So would you rather? Or what is more meaningful yes, to Yes, what you? is more meaningful yeah. to you, right? Yeah, what is more meaningful to you? That your partner, like, holds your hand in public? Or that your partner gives you some type of gift that you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. And you just say what means what what's more meaningful to you. And situation. yeah, and, mm-hmm. and basically ranking those two um those two options uh, against each other. And so do you wanna give your, your results from this this run? Sure. So mine haven't changed very much. I did my quiz in the book, so I don't have the um emailed results, but I I'm pretty sure these are pretty much the same. Um, so my top two scores were acts of service and quality time. Um, what are the numbers that you got? Oh, okay. So acts of service was 11 quality time was 10 just to compare 30. Yeah. Just to compare with the other three remaining ones. Words of affirmation were four physical touch was three and receiving gifts were two. And I think this describes me pretty well, not just in like romantic relationships, but, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't like receiving gifts that much unless <laughs> it's something I specifically ask for because for the most part, when I want something, I just like <laughs> get, get it. Yourself. <laughs> and I don't like opening gifts that someone gives me in front of them just in case I have to pretend I like it. So that's why I find gift giving like not my favorite thing. And the other things like when someone I like to give gifts. Yeah, though, I was about to say you that's love the thing. To give I gifts. love giving gifts, especially gifts no one asked me for. So I'm maybe aware it's of like that <laughs> maybe it's that my mom's fear aware of too. <laughs> that like someone gives me a gift that I would have potentially given them and I'm like, oh no, what if they don't like it? So if I give someone a gift, I don't necessarily want them to open it in front of me just in case they don't like it. <laughs> and I'm super cool with them returning it. Um, but I think I'd rather not give a gift card because then that defeats the purpose to me. I would just give you the cash. Um, anyway, going into that rabbit hole, but yeah, acts of service. I usually, um, have a to-do list for every day and week. All the time. And weekend. For work, Um, (laughs) for chores, for fun, for food that you want to eat. Yeah. We were getting ready for a party yesterday and you asked me if I needed help with anything. I was like, no. And then I hear you vacuuming, and I was very, very impressed with that. So the same and, way that you were impressed with me filling the the soap. What? Yeah, soap when container. you refill the soap containers without me asking you to, that's also <laughs> impressive. I shouldn't have said that. That just sounds so. Because it to sounds me, it's small, but that's what I'm saying. Like the you fact think that it's you're impressed. That, no, it's because the fact that you're impressed by no. me filling a soap container. No. That's something that took like 30 seconds to do. <laughs> I think that's what it but is. But I appreciate it. I don't want to go, mm-hmm. you know, try and wash my hands, and it's empty. 
it's the little things. Yeah. So acts of service, definitely. And I think every single Thursday and Friday, I'm just more excited for us to not have anything to do but hang out. So quality of time definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, What do you think about your words of affirmation ranking at four? uh, Do you feel like you don't need me to say that I love you? Or do you just, uh, I mean, I guess maybe maybe not that you don't feel that I shouldn't say it, but you obviously rank those other two above this. So Yeah. And I don't even think words of affirmation just as saying I love you even like, like you. uh know how much you maybe appreciate something I did uh, gotcha. or um yeah. you know saying I look nice or whatever because if I want to know I usually just ask you <laughs> how does this look <laughs> yeah. but yes no when like I know early on in our relationship you telling me you look really good in that or you know whatever or you appreciating dinner even now that does mean a lot but definitely not more than you washing the dishes after the dinner you appreciated. <laughs> I'll take that way more. <laughs> um, physical touch. Uh, I think I'm the touchy feely one. So I think that some of these are interesting too, because you have <laughs> the way you, they're ranked against each other because it's not like they give you, it's like a, like a certain personality quiz mm. will usually give you five choices mm-hmm. you know strongly agree okay. to strongly yeah, disagree yeah. It's not like that and yeah and based on those responses it can kind of fit you into a spectrum and and assess like assign a point maybe like toward, the letters yeah, yeah it'll this, assign a point yeah. to that letter based on that response but for this it is different because you're only going to get a point relative to the two languages that they're asking mm-hmm. about so you can only choose between access service and quality time. And so the thing about this is that when I, when it comes to stuff like physical touch, when it comes to any of these, I appreciate all of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, yeah. but when it, it, they're asking me like a comparison between having the person just hug me mm-hmm. or receiving an unexpected gift, like, I don't know, the way, the, I just, the way it, the way it comes down to the receiving gifts thing, the right. way it's phrased, the one in, in comparison to everything else, mm-hmm. it just falls down so much for me. Mm-hmm. But, I guess it might not be the case for everybody, right? Yeah, Some people really do love the thrill of getting that gift. Right. And and maybe more so than having somebody do the chores for them or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. active service. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll quickly go through mine. Um, And then we also have a ton of – there's like – there's an explanation as to – or for each – each trait, each uh, language. Language. So we can can kind of read through those. But so my my scores – Eight for quality of time, uh, or quality time. Eight for words of affirmation. So those were a tie. Uh, seven on physical touch. Five acts of service, and two also receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting just seeing the difference. So like eleven for your acts of service, that mm-hmm. was your highest, mm-hmm. and it was five for me. And I think the uh, the interesting thing, I guess, is the way I perceive some of these things. When it comes to the uh, the way I interpret the, the the questions, it's like it's more meaningful to me when somebody does blank whatever it's a, if it's a chore or mm-hmm. if it's so like they might it might say like uh, one of the questions or one of the the options was it's more meaningful to me when um, my, this person mm-hmm. Does whatever task, even though they already have a bunch of other stuff to do. Gotcha. I really do appreciate that. Yeah. However, yeah. I would really appreciate. I would really like you to get your task done yeah. more. Uh, it's more, more of an inconvenience, right? Yeah. And so, while I do think that 
does mean a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I, the way I'm interpreting this, like if this would actually happen, the way I interpret that, I, I certainly do think in such an instance, that person really does care for me. Mm -hmm. However, um, putting it up just next to like, I don't know. Um, we get to, we just get to spend all day doing nothing together. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I guess I just think that. I agree. That's, yeah. that's where in I that rank it. that particular one, I would pick spending time. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. I just think, yeah, it's interesting, I guess, the way that I interpret them, but I can very much see, like, I can completely understand pretty much all your results. I very much see, like, I, see, like if I were to guess, in me, like, yes. you can say that sounds yeah. accurate. Like, had I, if I had to guess, I would have, I would have said quality time would be your number one, mm -hmm. but I also would have had access service mm -hmm. up there too. Um, and you know, that was 11 and 10, um, for access service and quality time respectively. Um, I, I'm not sure if I would have thought words of affirmation would be like relatively low. It's only a four. Mm -hmm. It's your third one, but I wouldn't, I'm not sure that I would have thought it would be that low. Um, same with physical touch. Okay. But yeah. I think it'd be cool to have a quiz that it maybe scores how we show love more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, um, I think this would almost be flipped for me. Like yeah. I like to offer my services. Right. But um, if I can, like, send you a gift, maybe that would help you better. <laughs> so I can still get my stuff done. Yeah. That may be best for both parties. Um, words of affirmation, giving people words of affirmation. I know people I care about. I'm not, I'm not as good with that as I'd like to be. Like, expressing to my parents how I care about them. Uh, I could do that a lot better. And siblings. <laughs> with you I, I feel like it's just easier to I don't know I don't know what it is about that like parent relationship as we get older yeah I find it harder from when I was a child saying I love you like every time I saw them to now it's like phone calls that's how you sign off I feel like it has something to do with our teenage years and which are tend to be rebellious yeah. and it's just like leftovers from that. Like you're almost too cool for them. And yeah. it's this weird, yeah, like, I get what you're saying. I, I feel like as I've gotten older, like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever really had that like teenage rebellious no. type of phase mm -hmm. myself, but like personally, however, um, the way that I communicated my parents certainly mm -hmm. changed between when I was a, a young yes. kid to uh and then in those teenage years that little like that str striving for independence or yeah. whatever and then the way that i communicate with them now mm -hmm. um like there was very much a huge transition in like and, phase three now yeah but i also feel like phase three was um impacted heavily by my phase two mm -hmm. and almost that like i don't know the maybe the embarrassment of the way yeah. that i used to communicate mm -hmm. or uh just wanting to prove i guess that i'm you know i'm independent like i don't need i don't want to be babied mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and at least my mom loves to try to <laughs> do as much as she can for us so you know whenever we go visit she's always like oh i'm so sorry i didn't have a meal prepared i'm like we just like we didn't even tell you we were coming by yeah we just kind yeah. of popped in so i don't know yeah Maybe know. it's because we do live so close to both of our parents mm -hmm. we well, see them often my, your mom at least yeah yeah so that could be a, I'm trying to get better about it being more like, I'll give you a hug. I don't know why I make it so awkward to give hugs to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk all the time. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's too. It's like, maybe 
we're more like in the friend, like really you good friends family. Your mom. I friends on my mom. That could be it. She's not oh, in the mom's zone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pull up your scores again? I can't. Yeah. See that. I put my glasses on. Um, but yeah. So physical touch, acts of service. Okay. So do you feel like my results make sense? Your results do make sense. What do you think about um, my words of affirmation being as high as it is? Because I'm also, I'll, I'll quickly read the scores that I had last time. Mm-hmm. I had quality time at nine, words of affirmation at nine, acts of service at eight, physical touch three, receiving gifts one. The ordering is slightly different. My my physical ch- touch from last time changed from a three to a seven this time, and it overtook acts of service, which used to be an eight. Receiving gifts was a one last time and is also and is a two now. So that was Mm. always last place. But what do you think about like? I think words of affirmation. I'm pretty surprised about. You don't. You're not like super comfortable with compliments and things of that nature. Yeah, I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) I think if I say something nice to you, you find like a way to kind of like make an excuse for it. Mm. Oh well, it was easy. (laughs) Everyone can do it. <laughs> I don't really like it that much. Like, oh, okay. We still do it, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a. I think it's. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I don't particularly receive compliments well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I don't like getting compliments, but mm-hmm. I don't receive them very well. Um, but things like. And one of their words that they used a lot was proud. And so, like, if you say that you're proud of me, that does mean a lot to me. Okay. Um, especially in a like academic or professional sense, mm-hmm. or even, I mean, I guess I, I, I would hope to hear that word come from you when it comes to being like a parent. Oh yeah. That would make me happy also. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's just, I think when it comes to word of, words of affirmation, it's not so much that I even need to hear them or I want to hear them, mm-hmm. uh, or at least want to hear the praise. It's actually that I, I'm aware that you, um, that you see something okay. or that you, that mm-hmm. you, that you've noticed. like noticed it. Yeah. 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 I think that's really what it is. Hmm. Um, let me see what else you got. So time. do you want to? So we're going to give a little rundown of our top maybe two. Yeah. Just like, I'm not sure if these are going to be identical, at least the explanation of it. So, because I haven't compared them, Mm -hmm. but it's, it just kind of breaks down the, the different, um, yeah, we'll go to the top. Just looking at yours really quick. I think the explanations are exactly the same. Yes, they are. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we'll do, so what do you have again for acts of service? It makes my number one acts of service. Okay. Just make sure you talk into the mic. Okay. Sorry. Nope. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is pretty much exactly what happened yesterday. So acts of service, can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. There's an exclamation point there. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most want to hear, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. I completely agree with that. Um, Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. Yep, just asking what you can do goes a really long way. Or doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm, think 
Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Finish up. Sorry. Um, what is this? Uh, it's going to be July soon. So the biggest transition with getting married is the shared space because we've never lived together. Um, so I know <laughs> maybe the first six months <laughs> of us being married wasn't super easy. <laughs> wow. Um, mostly because we like had, you know, from top to bottom responsibility of our own place. And it's more like maybe sometimes I'm okay with these dishes staying in the sink a little bit longer because no one else is going to come up and clean behind us. You know, I don't want anyone else cleaning up our stuff. So maybe when we lived at home, we try and wash them up real quick. But then laundry and, you know, dividing up chill time and, you know, gaming time and things like that. What we prioritized was different, but I think I've learned to chill out a lot. And I think me chilling out and you doing a lot more has been a really good compromise. Um, And then me picking my battles of things that I want to bring up to you has also made things easier. But yes, acts of service and then living together, it's almost like automatically quality time was improved greatly. So, yeah. What about your two? So my two are quality quality time and words of affirmation. So uh, in the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down and and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality con- uh, conversation and quality activity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for this, it's not even, it's not even, it doesn't even have to be, like, a shared activity. Although, it certainly could be. It's just as simple as just, you know, laying in bed together, watching TV, mm-hmm. sitting on the couch and watching TV or just sharing meals together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's just, it's just like the conversation. I think that's what I really like. So it's not going to like, we can share time together by going to like the club, which we don't, never do, but I can't, example. I can't, We've no, I'm just saying that. that's people share that quality <laughs> okay, time with okay. each other. They like to dance and drink and whatever, mm-hmm. but because I can't really talk to you in those mm-hmm. situations. So so that's kind of what it is for me, like just driving around and having the ability to just have random conversations about nothing. Mm-hmm. That's that's up there for me. The second one, because uh, I had it tied, was words of affirmation. So actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliment, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind the love sends your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. Kind, encouraging, and positive words are truly life-giving. Mm, yes. I think the I think the, the the point that they also said about insults can leave you shattered and are, and are not easily forgiven or forgotten, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one's interesting because we... We've interacted with with couples that have like almost very like sharp or abrasive um, <laughs> language with one another, whether it's it's um, like joking, yeah, super playful, or maybe not. 
I think it was just uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it like and it could be like this goes in a couple ways. So it could like it could be jokey, like you know you're the worst, or mm-hmm. you're you know you're blank, or it could be something like cursing in front of them, which is um, or like name calling, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I I feel like they both can be done in some type of jokey manner, but I feel like we never made the habit of doing that, and obviously, well, I personally think that's a it's a good thing that we never did because if we ever did take it to that level, which we like never do ever. Mm-hmm. It's, no, I it, usually it's just a, completely shut down. Which <laughs> you might be which thinking it. <laughs> um, we, uh, it, 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 like it, it would cut so much deeper. I think. I think so too. It's hard to forget that when I'm quiet, it's better for both of us. I think <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Um, so yeah, those are my two. Um, what else did we have? Um, yeah, physical touch, receiving gifts. Again, I may have mentioned a few times that you want flowers. Maybe mm. just a little bit, but um, <laughs> no, you know, just the sporadic. I I absolutely dislike getting gifts on Valentine's Day, and I think we've gone through that for the last six years. Like if you if you wait the week and get them seventy five percent off and then surprise me, I'm way more impressed. Like you're so smart, it just makes me very happy. <laughs> or if you celebrate Valentine's Day every other month, that's great too. <laughs> or like our first Valentine's Day because we started dating on March first. That was our first date, mm-hmm. and we decided on March fourteenth to do month after Valentine's Day. Yeah, and so that's that what actually fun. the first time that I met your mom. I was just telling Sandy about this the other day because mm-hmm. I was going to my mom's house, I think, to visit for the weekend, and I stopped at your at your house, mm-hmm. and that's when I gave you uh, a card. I think I must have given you candy too, and then that's when I gave you that stupid coupon that oh, yeah. that forever. <laughs> The forever promise of massages whenever you yes. want. Yeah. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter where we are. Yep. I don't need the coupon to redeem it. You don't it. need the coupon to redeem That's it if you happen to lose our, it. And she hasn't lost it in seven dresser. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those, that was fun. But, um, yeah, receiving gifts. Um, I, you just distracted me. Because <laughs> you're not talking to the microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you're not a pro. Um, you haven't been doing this for a few years. I know, I know. I'm trying to make Sandy proud, so he's gonna listen to this one. I was, I was talking to the mic, um, but yeah. So I would, I would just in general recommend that anyone reads it. Really, um, I book. Th- the book, the book reads the book. I think it can. It's just enlightening. It's almost like any other quote self help book or whatever. It's not. Uh, it's not going to answer all your questions. It's no, not like a. It's not, it's not something like a fact, that you couldn't have even. thought of yourself, really. I but see. I think it's very helpful. I'm like, ah, it gives you kind of scenarios of this couple that may have been married for a really long time, and they don't communicate anymore. And of course, he makes it as simple as it's because they never spoke the same love language or didn't know of each other's love language. Mm, I see. Um, so of course, it's a bit simplified. It's a very thin book, nice large font. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't take long. I yeah. haven't read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can well, dig it out of the basement for you. It's somewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's fun. Oh, and I think there's also a survey on, on like, anger language. Yeah, there was an anger um, one, and there was an apology, ooh, apology language. language. That could be probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't. I have no idea what those are in context to. Yeah, we don't. I don't know if they're. I don't think they're based off of a book. I don't know how those questions go, but maybe another day. Yeah. So I was gonna say, um, relating to the um, when you were you were talking about the acts of service and like how we you know we didn't live together before we got Mm -hmm. married. Mm -hmm. So, um, actually, I don't really know what I was gonna say about it. (laughs) Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say relative to it. I don't know. I think living, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people do spend some time together, like in the same, they live together for a bit of time before they get married or mm-hmm. something like this. Be like, that's kind of a common thing in America, at least nowadays. Do you think, do you regret not living together beforehand um, or do you? Definitely not regret. I think it makes like, that was the most exciting part of getting married for me. Yeah. For in the moment, you know, within reason, but I remember um, a few months after we moved in together, I was very angrily doing laundry and thinking things would be so different if we just moved in like maybe three months early, you know, kind of get used to each other and stuff. Um, But I know when we first started dating, you had an apartment and I know how you took care of your things. And I was very impressed with that. So I wasn't concerned about like cleanliness or clutter or if you were a hoarder or anything. Mm -hmm. Because if I have something and I haven't used it in a while, I'm so good at getting rid of it. So I would be like throwing away your stuff. But I just know in that moment, I was just very frustrated with something. I feel like this is the first time that I'm hearing about this, <laughs> I gotta say. Um, it wasn't important, so, and I'm over it. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, either way. So before we got married, there were, you know, older guys that I work with and they have daughters and things. And they're like, well, you know, I think it, I would never tell my daughter this. But they were like, I would never get married to someone who I I didn't live with type of thing. So they would never recommend it to their daughter, of course. But they just think like, wow, that's that's really brave. Like, I don't know, brave's the word. But, you know, in society or these days, it's so easy to live with each other. And, you know, for cost reasons, it also makes sense sometimes. So. Yeah, I'm conflicted on it. Um. At least I don't have, I don't, I don't know if regret was the right word to okay. say, by mm-hmm. the way, earlier, mm-hmm. but, um, at, before we got married, um, like when we were dating, I thought it makes, I thought it made sense to live together before yeah. we got married because yeah. there's a lot of things like, so my, my, my thinking has always been and still is every time we saw each other mm-hmm. before we got married, it was always in a, it was always like a planned event. So mm-hmm. when we were together, we were we were pretty much always spending time t- with each other so unless i was going like to your house mm-hmm. and you had like some type of chores to do or something mm-hmm. then we were almost always spending quality time with each mm-hmm. other or you going know, whether out we were going to the restaurant some type of event right yeah um, it was always fun time yeah, yeah. and we i f- and, and we didn't live at least when i was living in my apartment for that time we didn't live close enough to just kind of pop in mm-hmm. and share that space with each other, but not do any, but like not do our own thing with mm-hmm. each other. And so my thinking before, before getting married was that it would, it would make sense to share that space for a period of time, share that common space for that period of time where, um, us being together wasn't the, wasn't an event all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, waking up in the morning and, you know, maybe going downstairs and doing your own thing or going to the yeah. office and, and working. I feel like even now we're, 
when we're both home, we're still trying to spend time with each other. Like yeah. we don't particularly share the same space and not do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, I don't know, we're both on our laptops in the living room. Yeah. But that was kind of my thinking beforehand. Mm-hmm. Or even now, I guess I just feel like there's a, there's a lot that you can learn about somebody. Oh yeah. When so you, much to learn. When it's not that event, you know? Yeah. That makes when sense. it's just like, we need to be peaceful in the same house together. Right. Yeah. When I, there's no escaping. Yeah. If you're yeah, not happy with the... somebody, <laughs> there's no escaping them because you have to go to bed with them. Yeah. I think we've literally spent one weekend, um, what, one weekend day on different floors. I, I remember the weekend. <laughs> I was ordering thank you cards and you were, I don't know, I guess playing video games downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I think maybe. maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Otherwise, I'm just very much like, I still don't feel like I get enough time, but not in the way like <laughs> you don't give me enough time. Just we have things to do and lives to live, live, lives to live, lives to live. Jobs to work. Yes. Those fun, fun things. Mm. So yeah, quality time is definitely up there. Um, but yeah. All right. So we're going to, we'll just, we'll switch gears, I guess, for a little bit. Sure. We got mm-hmm got a little bit of time before before bed um <laughs> so so I've, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about movies maybe or books yeah because we books. recently signed up with audible so that's kind of a okay thing yeah that's been all right consuming we've talked about time. movie pass a lot even yeah. though it's been without you so why don't you tell us about your books like lena <laughs> before i'll tell this quick story before we got married lena like this is early in our relationship we had talked about how people change you know so <laughs> so like People become maybe super religious after 20 years of marriage mm-hmm. and to them, you know, the, their religion is the most important thing or maybe tied for the most important thing in their life. And the, their partner just might not be into that or might not be the thing for them. And so, uh, <laughs> we talked about, um, I don't know if we mentioned this at the time at least, but some people become super into like fitness or even nutrition. I feel like that's a very different thing in mm-hmm, some sense. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. when it affects me yeah. is when it comes to <laughs> the food that I'm able to eat. Well, that's because I do 95% yeah, because, of the grocery shopping. Because you're, on, you're constantly in your apps looking at the prices. I feel like if I were... There's certain things that I just won't do or I don't want to do. Like price compare. No, no. I like to price compare. It's... It's a... Uh, I just, like, I can't pop into a grocery store and pick something up because Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that you know the price of (laughs) the eggs or the tuna or the milk or whatever it is. We don't don't even buy milk. I don't know milk. The spinach, the lettuce. (laughs) You know the prices at, like, five different stores at any given time. And whether it's because you're browsing these these, uh, these catalogs or it's because you happen to pop into those stores, you know, that, you know, over the course of a week, I know that if I were to go in... I would mess it up. It's the not same that you way would. That, yeah, you wouldn't mess way. it up. But when you come home, the I'm going to say, how much one... did you pay for that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am more generic friendly than you are. And I think you slowly became more generic friendly as well, you It's also because I'm not buying those foods anymore. Right. I'm not buying, you know, Cocoa Puffs or... Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Or uh, <laughs> I, I didn't buy Oreos at the time, but I'm, I'm not buying cookies, you know. I do have, I, I still would have my bias toward the, the, uh, the brand, the brand of course. name. Yeah. I mean like the fake Oreo, the ShopRite Oreo is not going to taste like mm-hmm. 
a regular Oreo in the blind taste test. But it's just not going you to. wouldn't let me buy Oreos even if I wanted to at this point. That's not true. You <laughs> if can I do came home, <laughs> If I came home, if I came home with a sleeve of Oreo, you saw me, <laughs> you saw me sitting on the couch eating Oreos If I saw you Oreos sitting the on the couch eating Oreos, playing video games, I may be concerned that you had a really rough day. <laughs> So I would approach with caution and mm. not and not jump on you for eating Oreos. Be like Reza, why why are you eating? Well, I would never call you Reza. I know but... Reza. Why are you eating? No one knows. <laughs> oh, they don't know no. your real name. Oh, okay. Right, Reza, why are you eating two thousand <laughs> calories worth of, of of hydrogenated fat? The trans fat mm. only show up when you go over the serving size. <laughs> But anyway, we were talking yes. about Audible. We were Thank talking you. about Audible, yes. Oh. So, and how Lana's changed. Lana's in that progression from from the old Lana that I used to know, who used to like to go to, who used to like to eat pizza in bed or whatever. Still like to, it. To the new Lana who won't eat pizza in bed. Or, <laughs> this is the bad example. This is a bad example. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Audible. What? Oh, before... Um, Indiana. Before, Before our brother's wedding, Mo and Amy's wedding, we were like, "This is going to be a very long drive. Let's get some audio audio books." Um, you signed up for a library card, which is awesome. Free rentals of audio books, and then we've always seen the Audible one book free for your month, whatever. Yeah, Somehow, all the podcasts and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I found one that got you two free books in a month, and we got. Kevin Hart was what's the title? Um, I can't make this up. Right, and which Lana did not like at all. Can't remember if I talked about that on the podcast. I think uh, I mentioned it. Not yeah. a fan. When you're trying to sleep on a car when you haven't slept, and his very squeaky little man mm-hmm. voice. Oh gosh, I couldn't take it. Um, I was a big fan, of Kevin. Just letting you know. <laughs> that, was, um, that was really good life lessons in there. What was the other book? Was the other book mine or? We didn't use the other book until you got back home. It was the uh, it was the first nutrition book that you got. I can't oh, remember okay. what the name was. That, um, that which one it was that you got? Yeah, uh, one of the books is called Eat Fat Get Thin, and I think that was the one that yeah, you, that was the first or one. Or why we got. get fat and what to do about it. Either way, I don't know. Um, so before listening to any of these books, I've been listening to this Yoga Body podcast and. He's a vegan, which I don't think I will ever achieve. I'm not interested. That's not the point. But he um, he talks about intermittent fasting, um, only eating for an eight-hour window, and then not eating for 16 hours, obviously including your sleep time. Um, what else did he talk about? Obviously, lots of yoga. And he's very much not into carbs. So... Through listening to him for the last few months, I've been like reducing carb intake and whatever. And then I got into these two books, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It and Eat Fat, Get Thin. For the most part, except for their very much big emphasis on eating meat, I could definitely see our diets changing to go more towards um, healthy fats, less carbs, that type of thing. Obviously, always big on veggies. Some fruits, whatever. Um, <laughs> and our CrossFit gym, I think they're big on the paleo diet, which is exactly what these two guys kind of seem like they're into also. Eat lots of meat, um, veg, some fruits, no carbs, basically is what they get at. 
So then I, um, I rented the China study. And again, I don't remember any author's names, but he is basically like, we all need to be vegetarian. No, actually, we basically need to be vegan um, because of the proteins and it's really what leads us to the heart disease and all that other fun stuff. And as I'm listening to this book after the other two, I just felt super defeated. I didn't know how I was going to ever keep my family alive. And I just came home that day because I listened to it during my walks during work. And I was just very stressed. Was this on Thursday? Um, when, you, when you didn't have a good day at work, too? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't help. This. So we already kind of stopped drinking milk for various reasons. Um, we don't eat a lot of meat. Fish and chicken is probably our go-to in the house. But to then try and cut out all meat together, just because this is what that one guy said... But I was also trying to cut out carbs because what these other guys said, I just felt conflicted. So as much as you want to use common sense, (laughs) there are these studies that, and I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist, (laughs) that the government may be suppressing the data because it doesn't work with who they're being paid off by. Which to me sounds completely logical. I get it. You go where the money is. If the dairy farmers still need you to encourage us to drink milk, I get it. However, I have been looking up um, milk alternatives and things like that. So, yeah. Unfortunately for you, as I am figuring it out, it affects what you eat every day. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you're drinking green juice every morning. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, Your lunch, sometimes I'd leave that up to you. But it usually includes a salad. Usually it's a salad, but it's up to me. So I'm too lazy to <laughs> salad do something and stew else. something. And then our dinner. I try and make the, the carby starch portion of the plate smaller than the veg. The veg is, to me, needs to be a third or half of your plate. Except for when I make dinner for us. Right. It's usually pizza or something that you... We put veggies on there. That <laughs> does not... The, the carb portion of the pizza yes, takes <laughs> up the entire plate. Right. Sprinkled with some fatty cheese. Some and, fatty cheese. You need your fats. And then some vegetables on top. <laughs> yes. So, yes. I guess um, <laughs> figuring out what, what portion of the macros our plate needs to be. That's been my, um, my um, goal. And I'm, like, personally preparing my body for its future. <laughs> of um hosting an alien child so mm, thankfully i don't do that <laughs> i feel like i'm being an extra alien. careful <laughs> don't talk about my dna like that i feel like i'm being extra careful with like what i'm doing so like sometimes you like completely frustrate me i find out what you ate all day and i'm just very upset <laughs> really and i'm like this is ridiculous he's a grown what man eat? eat what he wants wait what did you i just eat? had like a very carb-filled day that that upset you? It did, a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm over it now. <laughs> you don't even know if the carbs are that bad for you. I you, don't know. Yeah. That's that's the thing. I don't know. I know how I feel after I eat carbs. And then getting onto the gluten sensitivity mm-hmm. is a whole nother topic. And yeah. I know you don't believe in that. I don't believe in it when it comes to... <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, my thing is... Uh, 
I, while I certainly want to eat healthily, mm-hmm. I want to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I obviously know that my, my diet in the past hasn't been healthy. And by making changes, I've lost weight. I feel like I've gotten fitter. Um, however, I'm not willing to complete, like, I'm not, I'm not willing to like go vegan, for example. And unless it was for like ethical reasons, I don't, I'm not going to go vegan because I think it's going to make me live an extra five years, for example. Okay. Now, if it means like it, it, it's tough because no one can tell you, no one can tell you that you're going to get heart disease, for example, at 56 years old and die. Mm-hmm. And if you were to, if you were to say, quit eating red meat, do you get, do you avoid that heart disease right. and die of something else when you're 80? Like it, it's or it's, tomorrow or or tomorrow because something else is random. Possible. But I'm yeah. at least just going to stick with like the the natural causes. And the thing is. I f- if I feel like if I'm being healthy mm-hmm. and make some of these choices, like have a carb filled me- um, meals because it was easy for me to do mm-hmm. that day. That's what we had for leftovers or whatever. Then I'm going to go for it because I'm not doing this every day. Yeah, no, it's fair. And I, I think there's a certain amount of pleasure in it. A lot of my pleasure used to come from what I ate. Now it comes I from like- sleep and what you eat. Right. Of course, I've always lived sleep. Yeah. But it's like, when I ate, I wanted silence. It was just me and the plate. Uh, I had that relationship with Chick-fil-A for a while. <laughs> so I would like to not feel that way about food as much anymore. <laughs> I do look forward to our weekends, because the whole weekend is like a food party, really. This weekend was a disaster. No, but, well, yeah, we didn't I mean, achieve two of them. No, 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 no. I don't mean that it was a disaster and that we didn't achieve the oh, foods we, that we oh, wanted. We, we did too we much. Ate, yeah, we did too much. Okay, well, we yeah. still didn't get Tropical Smoothie and we didn't get Wings to Go, so. I don't even remember that that one was on there. I don't know if it was that successful. We went to a birthday party, had mm. some great food. Um, we have this uh, local ice cream family that's only open in the summer, three days a week. So we feel like we're obligated to visit them. Except they don't make their own ice cream, which we just yeah, recently learned. Yeah, I know. So, but the, and they the keep farm messing where up they get it cream. from, I'm done with them. I'm sick of it. should just stick to cookies and cream. I'm done with them. So, well, no, you're not, because I'm still going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can hear that one. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's that push-pull balance. I think the two things that the three books did agree on... Eat more vegetables, especially uh-huh. your leafy greens, and stop drinking milk, which I found very interesting. The, all three books definitely agree on those two so things. They, do they say stop drinking milk or stop, or just avoid dairy? Like, do they have a problem with cheese or certain things in moderation? Because milk is something that we don't do because it aggravates both of our yeah, stomachs. Yeah. Maybe yours a lot more than mine, but yeah. still. Um, I can't particularly remember the first two. This This third guy is definitely like... Animal products are a no. Gotcha. Um, but if you... They didn't really get into why to avoid milk in the first two books. I feel like they conveniently told us what they needed us to hear. Because if they said, don't eat milk or drink milk because of the protein in milk, wouldn't you think that the protein's in the, the cow also? So they just felt mentioning, studies have shown milk doesn't help you. Let's move on to what else you should or shouldn't eat. Yeah, so this is all this is so tough because like it's so when um like when you tell me a lot of this information, even mm-hmm. if I even if I think it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. I don't have any real research or even 
that's any my type thing. of background. I'm all about so the I, I almost feel and the like data. I almost feel like um you know, you know how like some people get super into whatever it is they're talking about. So mm-hmm. maybe like I'll say politics, for example, because you okay. know some people are super interest are super passionate about politics, mm-hmm. and when they come at you with like this this fact and that fact and this mm-hmm. number and that number, and you're like that doesn't sound right, or Just I'm not sure that I believe, yeah. I don't know if that's real, and maybe in that case that's something that could quickly be be overturned or quickly Fact be looked up, it. right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to this, um, the problem is because the science is so messy. We talked about this a little bit in the car um, this weekend when we were driving around. But because of how complicated the bo- our bodies are and how different each person is, it's so difficult to... Um, it's so... Like, you can... You can find pretty much a study that's going to say whatever it is that you need that, that you, you need want to, it say, to say, right? Yeah. And whether that's and and what you'd also said about like the government suppressing su- uh, studies, mm-hmm. I won't even say that, or I would even I won't even like necessarily make a remark about that because it certainly is possible. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you have cases where a certain industry finances studies to be done. Yes, and. In that case, they're almost looking for a specific answer. And this is something We've that... We've told you what the answer should be. Yeah, this is what we want we'll the answer to be. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's really... And I, I have this problem even uh, in my work. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, nutrition or anything like that. Or even someone trying to tell me that. Or a higher power mm-hmm. or a higher... What, what, what is authority? the... Authority? Yeah, maybe? authority. Mm-hmm. Politician, the uh, funding agency or whatever. Telling me that they want this particular answer. But it might be... Somebody's been working on this project. They've been able to show that this is their hypothesis and that's it correct, mm-hmm. but they need some new data to back that up even further. And when I look at the data, it doesn't show that. Right. Completely so new like, data set. Yeah, yeah. New data set, looking at the same stuff, but it doesn't show what they have shown in mm-hmm. all of their, in all of their analyses. And so it's like, okay, well, how can you change this to show it? And I'm like, I, you, you can't. Like, I don't. Right. That's not you, how it's science like, works. Right. Trying yeah. to look at something from a different angle to show that it it is what they said originally. Mm-hmm. And so it ends up being that it ends up being complicated in that in that sense. And um I guess it's just maybe the 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 interpreter of science in me, um, from my experience in grad school, that makes even these books and the studies tough to really interpret. And I just I guess I just don't feel like I am experienced enough to make a real informed decision. So when it comes to this type of, um, this type of work or these types of, these types of studies, I'm like, eh, maybe there's some truth to it, but right. because you can generally, especially with something as, as murky as this and how many millions of different variables, whether it's the food that you're eating, it's the environment that you live in or the genetic factors that are, that make you, you, um, the, this particular thing that you're looking at, whether it's meats or carbs or whatever, mm-hmm you're going to be able to find some type of data that shows whatever it is that you think should be the, the, uh, um, I guess. The right answer? Yeah. I was going to say, what was, I don't know, whatever. Yes. The, this just like the whole, the Holy grail. Like this is, this is what everyone needs to be doing. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Cause that's kind of what he's saying. Everyone needs to be a vegan. We'll live as long as we're supposed to essentially. He's saying your genetics aren't even as big of a deal with cancer as your diet and so and then um you know environmental carcinogens and things like that and that's very hard for me to believe right but i still look at it as in what if 
the last however many years, we were told the wrong information. Yeah. So I have a very, I'm very suspicious of all of these books. Um, but I guess I don't have the time to check their research of all their studies like that. And like you said, because we're all different, they may have done this study in China, but are we all genetically similar enough? Right. And one of my, one of my big things too, is just, I, I guess we're, everyone, everything, everything dies. Every little, every living thing does die eventually. And so my, my constant, the thing that I'll always go back to is, well, what, so what is this going to do for me in the end? Now, whether, whether I'm avoiding obesity because mm-hmm. I, I can't help myself. And if I'm going to eat these things, I, I will do it forever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's like, okay, you know, you can be a, you can be a, 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 a fairly fit person and you're, you live to your 80. Um, what I guess I'm just, I don't, I don't know how much these things are going to change, but if you're doing this all vegan diet and you're working out every single day, you're still going to die eventually. Of course. Now, whether you make it to 115 years old or you make it to like 90, mm-hmm. was it the diet that did it for you? Was it your genes? It's really impossible to tell. At that point, it doesn't can, matter. Yeah. I can tell you how difficult it is and how, how complicated genetics are. Mm-hmm. So trying to be able to tease out what the possibility is uh, genetically alone is, is complicated than trying to figure out what environmental or metabolic um, uh, factors play a role becomes a lot more complicated yeah but again yeah i I guess like i'm i'm completely with you like um absorbing this this information as much as i make fun of you for it i really do (laughs) think it's i think it's impressive i think it's good because um you know health is important Mm -hmm. and it's all about prevention so it's not like again I don't necessarily think this is something that we need to like live every single day. And obviously what's not something that we're not doing and you're not like committed to doing every single day, mm-hmm. but taking this information and, and, um, making changes to our lifestyle. Absolutely. That's all I really think. Yeah. Just logical changes. Right. Like, you know, not eating dessert as often or which we're going to stop doing adjust, because yeah. we eat dessert every night. Yeah. Adjusting, <laughs> adjusting, um, the portions of, of our meals. So mm-hmm. where do certain calories come from or where does certain substance come from? Um, well, I mean, the biggest thing, the biggest change that I've made since we got married, since we've moved in together is just eating a lot more greens, a lot more salad with, with my meals. Mm-hmm. You know, when in my household, when we grew up, we like, you've told me how there was a green always included in, in dinner, every single meal. Mm-hmm. And that just wasn't the case when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, we certainly would have salads every now and again, uh, you know, making sure that we had like, you know, steamed spinach on our plate or broccoli just wasn't a thing. Gotcha. So like incorporating that, I've noticed changes with that alone, you know, just doing that work, but then also the fitness too. Mm -hmm. So cool. Fair enough. I won't pressure you into anything you don't (laughs) want to do. However, if I'm making dinner, we're going to eat what I'm making. I'm cool with everything so far. (laughs) Cool with everything so far. Just don't come home one day, but like we're going to be vegan yeah, and, no, that'd be um, too hard for me. I'd or, be, like, um, optional vegan. Mm-hmm. Basically, until I come home... Okay, not really, because I'm pretty sure I said this to you. I'm vegan except for the anchovies I eat every day. No, no, sam- sardines. 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 Um, so except for those, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. vegan. Mm-hmm. Until dinner. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, no, the goal is not to live to 115. The goal is for us to have a long, healthy life together, minimal illnesses as we've like both experienced in our families. If we could even potentially delay or prevent those things, um, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure we can go on this for a, yeah, we a lot longer. We can move but on. It's past your bedtime, so Tis? it's ten. It's ten. So it's it's ten. It's ten oh nine, ladies and gentlemen. It is past Lana's bedtime. <laughs> I'm gonna go put her to sleep now. Um, <laughs> I need to go tuck you in. No, please don't. It's All right, too good. hot for that. All right, everybody. Well, I'm Reza. I am Elena. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I'll be back with Sandy next week. Take care. We miss you, Sandy. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry.